If you're looking to save some money on your wireless plan, take a look at Visible Wireless. They're a transparent wireless carrier with nothing to hide. If you haven't heard of Visible, well, now you have. They're the wireless carrier that's making wireless visible. It's in the name. Switch to Visible where you can get a one-line plan with unlimited 5G data powered by Verizon for just 25 bucks a month, taxes and fees included. One-line wireless, just 25 bucks a month with taxes and fees included. That's unlimited 5G data powered by Verizon. Switch now at Visible.com. You shouldn't judge a book by its cover, but you can judge a company by its name. Like Visible, the wireless company making wireless visible. Monthly rate on the Visible plan. For data management practices and additional terms, visit Visible.com. Contained herein are the heresies of Radolf Buntwine, erstwhile monk-turned-traveling medical investigator. Join me as I uncover the blasphemous truth of a plague-ridden world, that ours is not a loving God, and we are not its favored children. The Heresies of Radolf Buntwine, coming January 2nd, wherever podcasts are available. This episode of Podcast Unlocked is brought to you by Audible. Visit audiblepodcast.com slash unlocked for your free audiobook download. Oh my goodness, it is the end of the world as we know it, and I feel fine, I feel totally intact, my parts haven't melted or blown up or... Because uh, you're a robot. Whatever. I may be Data from Star Trek The Next Generation. Right on. Okay. Except I've got the full skin graft yeah. from the queen, the Borg queen. Uh, I'm Ryan McCaffrey, this is Podcast Unlocked, episode number 80, little mini... Super ultra mini milestone. That's a milestone. It's I mean it's I'll like twenty three it. for me. So what do I care about? <laughs> twenty three is but... like I don't know. That's got to be a milestone <laughs> of some kind. I'm always joined uh, by Mitch Dyer, Hi. and today the lovely Naomi Kyle hanging out. That's I'm right. Lo- I'm we're lovely the, too. Yeah, we're the only ones in the office actually. Yeah, yeah this um, place is barren of people. Like it really we're is. the it's... only people working today. Yeah. In fact, uh, there we're we're so undermanned that uh, our own uh, our own mascot Maggie the boxer is actually in the office in the Maggie. studio. Yay, Maggie! She does. She doesn't. I, she doesn't bark. She's Can you super not, like, quiet. Make her speak? <laughs> no, I can't. Oh, okay. I actually. She's. She. She might do some little <laughs> and yeah, stuff, makes, but that's yeah, pretty that's, much it. Wait, can you hear that? Hey, Maggie. She's just looking just at looking. you. Yeah. All right. She's like, "What are you saying, human? <laughs> what do you want? Why? You, when why is why the, you staring at that when thing? When does the fun begin? Yeah. <laughs> so said our listeners yeah, now she's dog. crying off mic <laughs> but it's uh yeah december 21st the mayans were wrong of course suck it mayans i'm still here <laughs> but happy holidays to you guys and hey, to you. everybody listening happy holidays uh we've got what boxing day coming up on the 26th yeah, we're really my, looking forward I'm, to it i'm surrounded by canadians oh yep we're gonna be in the good old canadian you territories you going home I am. Yeah, leaving. Uh, so it's an overnight flight. I'm leaving Saturday night, Oof. and then we'll be there for a good two weeks. Oh, my God. Wow, I'm going to miss nice. you guys. <laughs> but, see, I, I am jealous because I always feel like whenever I take a vacation, it's almost always a week just because that's yeah. kind of how it works out. And I only feel like I'm on vacation. Like I finally settled into the vacation in like the last day or two. 
So a two week would be great because you're gonna just. I feel like it'll, it might be a little too much. I don't. Yeah. I, I don't. Yeah. I think you will. There'll be a point where I'm like, I need to get back to work. I don't know right what now. I'm going to do in two weeks. Like, what what do people do when they're not at work? I don't understand. I don't know, and I'm at home where there is not a console in sight. Well, except for my old PlayStation Two that I can maybe dust off and yeah. try to play. But uh, I might be bringing my Xbox. I've debated whether or not I should do that. My sister wants me to bring home the Wii U. Yeah, so I'm I was pack even that. thinking that. Because it's it's pretty small, it could fit nicely into well, laptop bags. You know, the or guys, uh, Mike, the outgoing, our outgoing lead comedy writer, Mike Drucker, who of course was here on last week's show. If you did not hear last week's show, download it. Mike Drucker's hilarious, and mm-hmm. he uh, True. gave us a little bit for free, a little free taste of the Mike Drucker comedy. But he was, I heard him talking. I think he, it, it was sort of a half joking, but I'd actually <laughs> love to see someone try this. Of uh, it's like I could bring the Wii U on the plane. And plug it in plug if it's it a plane with an outlet and just play off the gamepad. I'm like, yeah. that's genius. That's genius. genius. And actually, I think somebody did that. I heard that someone, uh, probably in Japan or something, where they have those amazing like jumbo flights that are super high tech. Air Canada um, has like a plug-in right by the TV. So there you go. Yeah, we could totally do that. I'm thinking about it. Oh we'll my see. god. I hope they don't like make some sort of rule down the line where you can't, yeah. <laughs> you can't do that's it anymore. That's going to be the latest FAA regulation. Yeah. No, Wii U. no more Wii U. <laughs> I'm buying my dad Far Cry 3 for Christmas, so I think uh, I'm going to enjoy just watching him fail playing that. Give him little <laughs> tips. Maybe. It's not that hard, though. No, my dad's like very new to first-person shooters, oh, okay. though. And oh, okay. That's kind of a, a tough game to throw someone into the deep end on. Yeah. That's crazy. Just, it's so open. I yeah. I'm I'm early on. I'm uh, I'm just getting into the thick of it. But man, yes. it is cool. I'm so glad you're finally digging playing. it. Yes. Um. So our Xbox Game of the Year awards are up. Mitch and I sat in a room. We butted heads. Only over like one. Yeah, there were a couple that were that. Uh, you <laughs> Most know. of them were like obviously it's Halo. Obviously it's Halo. Some of <laughs> some of them, but not not as many as you might think. There were yeah, some good stuff. But um. Yeah, check those out up on the Xbox channel on IGN.com. Some good picks. Some good games. This yeah. year, this year was awesome. This, yeah, I a lot of new IPs, a lot of good stuff came out. When we started talking about Game of the Year stuff, I was talking to our wireless editor Justin Davis, and he and I were both thinking like, ah, 2012 was like there was some good stuff, but it isn't one of those years where you look back and say, was this the best year of all time? And like that conversation didn't happen, but damn, this year was good. Yeah, yeah. a lot of great indie games, too, that came to the forefront yes. that were just, like, mind-blowing. <laughs> FTL, Fez, uh, Mark of the Journey. Ninja. Is, Journey. It, is Journey into indie? I'm not sure. And it's published by PlayStation yeah. but, or Sony, but I don't know. I think it qualifies. It's still a great, like, small game that you wouldn't think would get. It's a PSN game. Yeah. You wouldn't think that it gets so much. You know, it's funny price. that the industry for a while, it kind of lined up where... It was going in in cycles. 2004 was a huge year. Halo 2, yeah. Half-Life 2, Doom 3, um, GTA San Andreas. Oh, that was a good year. And <laughs> then 2007, it happened again. Three years later, Bioshock and... Uh, Mass Effect. Uh, Mass Effect Call and of Duty Bioshock. 4. Wait, did I say that already? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's how good it was. Yeah, that's how good. Take that. And then but, then... but now we're at the point where the industry has grown so much that they're... It's not a wave anymore. It's just a con- it's a steady flow of amazing yeah. things. I'm okay with that. Mm-hmm. And yeah, 2012 was awesome. And and next year, here's the thing: even though we're getting new consoles next year, supposedly, <laughs> next year is going to be incredible. Yeah. And more to the point, the first half of next year. So Adam alone. Asks, Adam emailed yeah. to ask, "What's the game you're most looking forward to in 2013? Like, what's the one where you're like, that's it? Like, that's 2013 for me." I'll let Naomi go first. Uh, probably Tomb Raider. Really? Yeah. Mm, okay. Not a bad pick. 
Yeah. March 5th, that is locked in. Yeah. Provided they don't run into any last minute snags. You never know. Yeah. Um, if not, I mean, there's Bioshock Infinite. There's just so much. Yeah. Good stuff. But that was out. that was that was your Rorschach test. That was the first thing out of your mouth. Yes, so Tomb Raider. Tomb Raider. Mitch Bioshock would have been the first thing out of my mouth. But I think I don't know, man. You and I talk about this a lot. But Brothers, that XBLA indie game, that just that game speaks to me on a way that yes. like no game has. I, when we've done <laughs> demos, like we watched that game get played and we played a little bit of it. Just two little brothers running around. You control two at the same time. It looks really heartwarming and touching and very journey esque, as Ryan wrote. It, like that game looks really cool. I think that's going to be a real underdog next yeah. year. Yeah, I mean, my real answer is Grand Theft Auto Five. Yeah. I mean, I'm just mm-hmm. so psyched for that. I mean, it's I love that those games don't come out every year, or every two years. That it it becomes an event every time. And yeah. more to that, uh, they don't just keep us waiting. It really is a huge jump every single time mm-hmm. out. And so it's GTA Five. Although my my that's my one A answer. My one B answer is <laughs> is South Park. The stick oh, of yeah. truth. Oh, really? So excited for that game. I'm definitely going to play it. I always forget that game exists until Ryan says something. I'm like, oh yeah, that game's going to be awesome. It's coming up this yeah, year. Yeah, once once THQ's situation gets settled, we're going to talk extensively about that. Some things here happen in a few minutes, but uh, yeah, that it's just it's everything. It it might actually be everything a South Park game should be, which is sort of just a beautiful thing to think about. Yeah. And uh, that it could have been a hit or miss, but might might turn out to be good. Yeah. Uh, Before we leave 2012, since we're on the subject. Yes. Um, we'll just jump into another email. Joshua and Yair and about four other people asked this morning, uh, what games do you wish you had played in 2012 before the year ended or the world ended? Mm. What's like, let's pick one. What's the one game you didn't play this year? Like, ah, damn it. I wish I'd played that before I was dead. <sighs> I don't know. Well, I haven't gotten to Hitman yet. And that's, that's high on it. my list. Yeah. So that might—that's my knee-jerk answer. Okay. I can't like—I genuinely can't think of anything I haven't played this year that is like, oh, oh I Mister, missed it. I've played yeah. everything. I mean, I can think of stuff like I haven't played um, like a couple PSN games that are like, yeah. okay, I'd, like, I would like to play Stranger's Wrath on Vita. Mm-hmm. I would like to have played Mutant Blob's Attack on Vita. Um, I would like to have played Guild Wars 2, but none are like, oh, I would regret everything if I didn't play those. <laughs> I, I, I played a lot of games this year. I don't know. I you know what? I never got around to playing Lego Batman. Oh, that's a good one. So, yeah, Greg either. Miller Maybe really liked one? it. Yeah. It looked fun. It, it did look fun. So. It, it has actual good Superman stuff in it, which yeah. has video games, and Superman have not generally gotten along very well over the years. <laughs> I actually really wish that I had played Xenoblade. Is that what it's called on the Wii? That, mm. Yes. That RPG, Xenoblade. Yeah, that one is the last story, because people were really excited about those games. And it they, definitely they seemed cool. piqued my interest. Just the look of it and everything. I've played three Fantasy. seconds of uh, of New Super Mario Brothers U. <laughs> yeah, so yeah, I, I want I definitely want some more of that before yeah. I before I hypothetically would have died today. <laughs> I wish I'd played through Far Cry two again. <laughs> <laughs> Take a shot, everybody playing the podcast <laughs> unlocked drinking game out there. You're well on your way to being a Having a, a toasted holiday <laughs> holiday season. Uh-huh. Thanks if this were GameScoop, I would have brought up ActRaiser. Oh, man. All right. Um, all right. We'll take a quick break, and we'll come back and do the couple key pieces of news right after this. IGN's Xbox 360 Podcast, the Podcast Unlocked, presents the News Unlocked! All right. So... The news unlocked this week. Mitch, 
What's our first story? Let's start with the little story, which is actually not the first one listed here. The, on the, the happy story of the week. Uh, so Saber Interactive, who worked on what? Did they, what else did they work on? Well, the most recent thing is they did the they did the not to demean it, but the grunt work on Halo sure. Anniversary last they, year. They did the stuff that made that game happen. Yeah, basically, uh, they built it. Yeah. And uh, Time Shift is an old game of theirs that, oh, that but I liked. You know, I reviewed it back in the day, and it was, you know, it was. Not exactly like the biggest game on the planet, sure. but it had some neat ideas to it. It did. And then Inversion, which I didn't like. Oh, I didn't know that was them. Yeah. Hmm. So, uh, they've, you know, there've been a... It's, they're an interesting studio. They're actually based out of New Jersey. Home, of hometown represent. But, it's, but that, the New Jersey office is like the corporate headquarters where it's like a small team of people. And the actual manual labor, as it were, happens they have a, a place in Russia. Oh wow! So it's all huh. Russian, like talented European programmers. Cool. That's why they've because that's the thing. Their their thing has always been tech generally over the years. Like with Time Shift, it, they were the first one to sort of do the the pausing and rewinding of your yeah. game on the fly. They kind of just add weird mechanics to shooters. And with Halo Anniversary, they of course they you know it was two game engines running simultaneously on top of another. You could switch back and forth right. between old school Halo and pretty new Halo. So yeah, tech has always been their thing, but. Um, yeah, what's up with this new yeah, game? Yeah, they are not new to shooters, so they are working on a new one for XBLA called God Mode. And it's this ridiculous, over-the-top, goofy, ta- not not taking itself seriously, yeah. third-person co-op shooter where you're just, you know, you're in hell and you just kill everything with your friends. It looks really fast-paced and kind of bullet-stormy in that it's just like you're you're getting tons of kills, you're getting tons of points for it. The vibe I got from the trailer and from the information they shared with me for the write-up I did on IGN was it's kind of... It sort of struck me as Serious Sam meets Gears of War's Horde mode. Yeah. That was kind of what I pulled out of it. So, yeah, it's a live arcade downloadable title. also be on PSN and PC, but live arcade download in early 2013. So, seemed like a, a neat a neat new title. Yeah, nothing about it looks extraordinary. It's not something that's going to get a lot of hype. And it's probably not going to sell that well because, you know, shooters on XBLA tend to not. Yeah, those, it's sort of a tough, tough crowd there. Yeah. But it looks like a lot of fun. From what we've seen so far. There's a trailer on IGN right now. Yeah. Go check it out. Game looks cool. So then the big news of the week, which it's funny that this caught us all off guard, yet we've been expecting it forever. Yeah. You can never brace yourself enough for something no, like, I mean, like THQ going I think going part down. of what it was is we all just figured that nothing would happen this sure. week because everybody's winding down for the holidays. <laughs> Come yeah. on. <laughs> and so then this this expected bomb finally, finally dropped. THQ filed for Chapter 11 bankruptcy which is not good news no. you know we, you know it's even though it's unexpected it's still bad you know we don't want to see this company go under we don't want to see you know they've already had so many jobs lost we don't need any more lost and they've got such a great portfolio of games mm-hmm. to help our listeners understand um people who follow ign are probably some of them are definitely going to be familiar with uh one up filed for chapter 11 in i think 2009 and that was what happened when everyone was like worried that 1UP was going to go out of business. And what happened is that IGN came along eventually, I think after Hearst came along and bought 1UP. Um, basically, Chapter 11 means, hey, we are insolvent. We would like yeah. someone to buy us. And that's what happened to 1UP. 1UP got bought by another company, um, and now they belong to IGN. Mm-hmm. And we are hanging out with them day to day, and they're doing just fine. Absolutely. So it doesn't necessarily mean that THQ is going away. Yeah, but it's it not a death sentence. They are not in a good situation. Though. This, like, this is never good. It's sort of the last step before uh before the the it's the, the, the grim reaper skype yeah it's it's not a good sign so uh i put up a column on so cuz there are a couple of there're essentially three scenarios here one 
they somehow pull out of it and go on to recover and still be THQ. That's fairly unlikely at this point, given mm-hmm. the sort of economics of the company. Scenario two is that somebody buys the whole thing and either keeps it THQ or just absorbs it into someone else. The rumor of today was that Ubisoft is looking at, is they're eyeing the whole thing and they might just gobble it all up. It's possible. Now, and then what I wrote a column on was the other possibility, scenario three, which is where all the pieces go on the auction block and it's an everything must go sale. It's like a yard sale for THQ. Mm-hmm. Who wants volition? Who wants relic? <laughs> I'll give you $12 for red faction. <laughs> I would pay 12 bucks. It's for old ladies faction. at garage sales. Hell yeah. Uh, so let's, let's play, let's have a little fun and play at, I mean, not at THQ's expense, but just sort of think, you know, hypothesizing if the, in that scenario where things might go, Mitch, where do you see, pick a, pick a THQ property and where you think it could, what, where might be a, a logical good fit for it? Hmm. Within Ubisoft? No, no. Or you at, mean within at all. any other company? Publisher. Anywhere. Okay. I mean, I'm, now that, now that this is like a possibility whether or not this this rumor report is true or going anywhere, I'm really into the idea of THQ's games surviving at Ubisoft. Ubisoft is a great developer, great publisher. All of their studios do great games. Um, I mean, the only really bad Ubisoft games are the, the stuff that isn't really for us, like the rabbit right, games. Right, right, the casual things. Mm-hmm. Everything they knock out, like Splinter Cell, Ghost Recon, all of the Clancy stuff, Assassin's Creed, I guess. People like those games. <laughs> like, there's a lot to like about a lot of things Ubisoft does. And to see... I don't know. I think it'd be really cool to see Volition's stuff or maybe see a, a Volition get absorbed into Ubisoft Montreal or Ubisoft Toronto. To, you know, Ubisoft Montreal is expanding right now. They're opening, uh, they, like they, they're renting a new building to expand their too yeah. big studio. So maybe they could create some jobs there, uh, start working on a new Red Faction. That would be awesome. Yeah, Red Faction's too good to not have happen again. Yeah, and it would, I mean, give it to Montreal. They're, they obviously understand what makes open world games cool with Assassin's Creed. Give them the tech, give them everything they need, combine it with the Anvil engine. I don't know. That, that could be a good, good recipe. Yeah. So, Naomi, there's, there's South Park is, uh, is one of their brands. There's, there's Saints Row. Do they make Darksiders? There's Darksiders, yes. right. absolutely. Um, yeah, I'd have to say Ubisoft, too. I mean, Montreal all the way, right? Uh, <laughs> Hotel Pride! <laughs> a little bit of a cop-out, but um, yeah, I do think that uh, what Mish said is totally valid and... I'd see, I'd see it doing well with Ubisoft. I, I, at least, I definitely want Darksiders two to at least, or to see it Darksiders three somewhere yeah. down the road. <laughs> yeah, it's be cool. it's been a good good series. Two games that is officially a series. It's mm-hmm. um, you know the, the second one seemed to sell okay. It yeah. hasn't lit the world on fire. But um, yeah, I wonder I wonder where that one might end up. I mean, as for me, I mean the the one the one that jumped out at me. I I picked four for in the column I wrote. And the one that, that really uh, I thought seemed like the, the best match, I think I've actually said this on the air before, is, is Saints Row. I think Activision will, would gobble up Volition and Saints Row. In yeah. it. They would, and they would outbid anyone that even attempted to go near it because they've been trying to, to get a piece of the GTA sandbox uh, pie for yeah. a long time. And they uh, threw True Crime to the dogs. True, true Crime. Became, uh, sleeping Dogs. Yeah, True Crime, uh, both... Old school version on Xbox PS2 
didn't do that great, and then they tried to reboot it, and of course they canned that, and it, that became Sleeping Dogs. And which sold better than I thought it did. Yeah, yeah, it did that really exceeded well. expectations, mm-hmm. and which then blows my mind. <laughs> uh, two, they tried to grow their own IP, sandbox IP, with prototype. They did two prototypes <laughs> before they they shut that whole studio down. So you know they're still looking for their their big sandbox moneymaker mm-hmm. and and Volition and Saints Road is just a turnkey solution. They just Activision swoops in, writes a check, buys them, and gives them just gives them a bunch of money to fund the next one, and boom, so their their problem is solved. So that seems like if the, if it ends up being auctioned off, I I would bet the farm on that one yeah. happening. Tentatively, THQ is still you know they're they're remaining optimistic because they have investors, they want people to be happy with what they're doing, even though they're in a bad situation. So they they have projections for what's coming out in 2013, and it's a bunch of stuff that we've never heard of like a bunch of codename games like patrice desolet's game the guy for, who well, created assassin's creed his that, new game is yeah evolved. it's beyond 2013 is it really i thought that was in 2013 oh no no it's uh it was on the chart as like fiscal year oh, 2015 wow. or something oh yeah so, okay. oh, wow yeah just kidding dis- distant project <laughs> yeah i mean they they have a lot of stuff that's being developed like relic is working on something with a codename called was it was atlas uh i believe that's correct there's yeah. a bunch of code names they're all code names for for other things yeah. that are probably established ips i'm sorry evolve was uh the turtle rock game. correct yeah a and co-op first person shooter not unlike turtle rock's other game called left for dead one how about that <laughs> uh 1666 was patrice desolet's uh code name. correct so we know we know nothing about any of those games but i mean it seems like relic is probably doing dawn of war 3 we heard rumors that it was a right. kind of mmo-esque maybe free to play that could absolutely be atlas very talented developer, by the yeah. way. This and we know they are doing something free-to-play. They're hiring for free-to-play right now. Yeah. So there's there's a lot of stuff in motion at THQ. It's going to be interesting to see how it all shakes out in the next six months. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the question is, you know, what is going to happen? Because you've got... They have three games that were slated to come out early in the year that were all pushed back a little bit, um, presumably to stay out of the way of the games like Tomb Raider mm-hmm. and, and Bioshock Infinite, some of these other heavy hitters. Uh, Company of Heroes 2 from Relic, their, uh, Relic's other excellent strategy game. Company of Heroes 2, Metro, Last Light, and South Park were all pushed back. They were all going to be coming out in the first quarter of the year. And so now we don't know what's going on with those. It also sounds like Vigil's uh, Dark Millennium game, which wasn't MMO. It was Dark Millennium Online. Right. Um, that game got like pseudo-canceled, and it became a single-player game, yes. which basically sounded like it was becoming Space Marine 2. Uh, that game seems to be canceled now. Like it doesn't. Nobody knows what's going on. Nobody. THQ is in no position to fund an MMO or yeah. any, anything even remotely on that scale. Well, and Warhammer is not an entirely profitable property for them. Space Marine yeah. didn't necessarily do as well as it they thought no. it might have. Uh, so you know, a, a semi sequel maybe not a good idea. Maybe justifiably canceled. I don't know. Well, anyway, so we'll see. I so things. Something is going to happen with THQ soon. So this, you know, we did see this bankruptcy coming, unfortunately. And what this means is action will be taken. This this is not going to drag out for much longer. Someone's either going to step in and buy it, or they're gonna they're gonna get investors and take steps towards uh, becoming a money making company again, or everything's going to be auctioned off. So yeah, uh, we'll be tracking that story into the new year as as anything pops up. So. Uh, Mitch, yes, sir. Is there anything we can spend money on, either in retail stores, brick and mortar style, or on the Xbox Live Marketplace? In fact, there is not. You can you can spend money on you know old games, but nothing new because there is literally no games at retail this week. 
Uh, on Good. The... I don't want to go into a store anyway. I hate going into re- big box retailers this Hell time yeah. of year. Or any... I don't go anywhere near a mall. Yeah. <laughs> I will. No way. You can, however, go back to a store and buy Far Cry 3, which came out on December 4th, <laughs> 9.0 IGN. game is awesome. Wow. Um... On XBLA, there is a game that you can get for free. I, I actually feel bad that you're not getting paid by Ubisoft. How like, do you know I'm not? Money hat conspiracy! <laughs> Don't even joke about that. The transcription of this podcast <laughs> will find its way onto the internet yeah. without the context of the sarcasm. <laughs> Naomi, you're flying home. You consider bringing your Xbox 360 home with you. Yeah. Before you go, download uh, Double Fine's new game, Connect Party. Oh, you know what? Good times. I, I've been suggested more than once to, to download that you game. because it looks yeah. awesome. It looks fun. It is awesome. Uh, and I know for a fact that my cousins will have a blast play, playing our, it. Our review is up now on IGN. Excellent. And uh, on the front, well, front page right now, by the time mm-hmm. you hear this podcast, maybe it might only still be on the Xbox channel. But um, yeah, our own editor-in-chief, Casey Lynch, uh, in, he, he used... He went around child labor laws because they're his children. <laughs> his, his three young children... And played the game with them and reviewed the game for us. So oh, cool. take a look at it. Yeah, that's uh, that's that's a family affair for yeah. sure. And it oh, is yeah. free until December 31st. Free. So, I mean, even if you don't have a Kinect, there's no harm in downloading it. Because then it is in your history. So in six months, you know, maybe you get a Kinect for Christmas. You have the sequel to Happy Action Theater to, yeah. to goof around with. It's it, The game looks really fun. And it's worth noting. I tried if, it at PAX, actually. Yeah, if yeah. you do already own Happy Action Theater, Kinect Party will actually, will actually import everything from happy action theater so that you have it all all oh, cool. the those activities in one game wow. which is a very cool thing so you don't you know you could be like oh i'm playing connect party and having fun but oh there was that really cool lava mini game from happy action theater but it, it'll just be there for you so that it's is a nice, great it's a nice touch um video games what else mitch how about digitally oh daily deals uh what's on well i guess there's daily deals every day throughout the holiday now yes. yeah through through december 31st okay so keep an eye on majornelson.com uh mm-hmm. that's larry herb he's the director of programming at xbox live correct title yes i'm good at this game Nailed it. <laughs> yeah he's he's mr xbox live he's the spokesman for basically all things xbox 360 he has a really good blog if you don't know about it at majornelson.com yeah it's great it tells you everything that's coming up uh, a lot of upcoming deals uh, like we just we just missed in time for this recording. Fez, Fez and Mark, and of, Mark the of the Ninja half both half off five bucks each. That was an amazing deal. Hope you got them. Uh, well, five for Fez. It was seven fifty. Oh, okay, my mistake. Of, yeah, they were each half. Still fifty percent so. off those games is nuts. I tell you what, that I, is super cheap. Yeah, I I threatened my Twitter followers. I told them I would <laughs> I would have Microsoft cancel their Xbox Live subscriptions if they didn't download the game. And, it, and uh, people responded. A lot of people tweeted back, sent sent photos of them of them downloading the game. So good job, yes. good job, Twitter good. followers. Good, good. Yeah, so there are daily deals every day this holiday, it seems, or at least often over the break. So keep an eye out there. Get, get yourself some deals. There's a lot of good stuff on XBLA. Uh, there's also a playable demo of a game I have never heard of. But Cab- you know what it is. Cabela's Dangerous Hunts 2013. Was Dangerous Hunts the really goofy one? Did anybody play it? Nope. I didn't play it. I don't remember. I think it's not I think it's not the serious one. Yeah, okay. I think it's the goofier one. The one that's like it's still like a serious hunting game, but the events and the animals are ridiculous. Yeah, well the cover of it is a giant bear mo- like about to come out of the box and maul you. It often so. is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's uh, that's what's on marketplace right now. All right. Video games that you can play. Thank you, Mitch. Uh do we have any more mailbag questions for after the break? Uh yeah, let's talk about before Naomi leaves. Because you got to take off. Well, really it's soon. already I, we we yeah. already she Wait, already has to overs- go. Okay. Yes. So, I, I've got the fix, the last fix of the year to shoot. So, which yeah. you should be watching. 
which you should definitely watch. There'll be a few people on that show, not just me at the end. Cameos. So, yeah, we have some cameos. We have some, not some crazy stuff planned, but we want to, you know, Arnold sign everyone off, say thank you to the fans for watching and everything. Thank you so much Arnold's for watching. <laughs> <laughs> Wouldn't that be great, though? That would. Let's just get the whole cast of, uh, what's that name? The Expendables. Expendables. Oh, my God. I like that plan. I tried watching that movie. Hank Hill will be, will be appearing on The Fix. <laughs> Damn it, Naomi. This show is fantastic. <laughs> only, you need to do that more often. That's a great impression. it were on over the holidays. <laughs> In the meantime, buy some propane and propane accessories. Very good. Yes. Uh, okay. We'll be right back uh, after yeah. an ad. Hey, we're making some money. Woohoo! <laughs> Love money. Have a great podcast, guys. This podcast is brought to you by Audible, a provider of audiobooks with more than 100,000 titles to choose from. For listeners of Podcasts Unlocked, Audible is offering a free audiobook download when you sign up for a free 30-day trial. If you're not already quoting from it every day, may we suggest checking out Ready Player One by Ernest Cline. It's like The Matrix mixed with video games, Star Wars, and transforming Japanese robots. And we love it. To get started, head to audiblepodcast.com unlocked and follow the instructions to get your free audiobook. On with the show. You got a new message. Here on a podcast all about Microsoft. Getting very busy talking about 360. Now let's hear what you told us in the Mailbox Unlocked. All righty, Mitch, take it away with our final mailbag of 2012. Now that we know there's going to be a 2013, since the Mayans were wrong. Stupid Mayans. Don't listen to anything they say. So we went over a couple already. We just kind of knocked them out on the fly, but we have a couple... Uh, that I think would be good for some quick, interesting discussion. Hit me. Steven says, So recently I've noticed that there hasn't been a lot of JRPGs that have come out or are coming out on the Xbox. I know a lot of games have RPG elements, but I want a full-on RPG. I still play Lost Odyssey, uh, and he knows that Final Fantasy Lightning Returns 13-3 garbage is coming out next year. Yeah. So that game's coming out next year. But he wants to know if there's any other JRPGs. And I thought this was an interesting, interesting question because I like I don't know. I don't think there is. No, the answer the answer is buy a Wii or a PlayStation Three. Yeah, because no, it's you know what it is. There were a lot of JRPGs on Xbox 360 early on in the in the generation because they were Tales really of Vesperia and uh, Eternal Sonata Vesperia and stuff like great. Lost Odyssey and Blue Dragon. There was some good stuff, but Microsoft, as we've discussed on the show before, they. You know, they they legitimately tried. I mean, they put in a big effort to try and gain a foothold in Japan, and yeah. Japan just just did not grab onto the Xbox. No, they just have not. I mean, and that's the reality. <laughs> it's um, that's how it is. And and so you've seen very quietly, Microsoft is has stopped making those efforts, and we're not getting. They're not. They're not even bothering to try and get those those big JRPGs anymore. Yeah. Andrew Goldfarb would tell you to play Final Fantasy thirteen and thirteen two because he enjoyed both of those and played hundreds of hours. Yeah, I was gonna say they're long, long games, so you'll you'll not uh, get bored anytime soon. Yeah, beyond that, I think you uh, might have to stick to your Western RPGs if for that fix. Exactly. Um, Sharia asks, what would you prefer: a game with uh, great gameplay and a bad story, or a game with a great story and bad gameplay? Hmm. So I can think of uh, a recent example of well, a game with a great story and terrible <laughs> gameplay is The Walking Dead. Like, it's not terrible it's not gameplay. Terrible. It's just minimal. It's, it's minimal. At, there are points where I would I think it's kind of bad. The but, couple uh, of action sequences where, right, you have where to, it's reflex heavy and there's yeah. like, your and game it, does not function well enough for this it, to be reflex. It doesn't invert. You can't invert the little look. Right. Yeah. yeah. There are times where it <laughs> like, just doesn't, uh, it doesn't make sense as a like here's an 
we want you to interact now all of a sudden as opposed to just hitting B to say, like, oh, okay, Clementine, be good. So, I mean, the, the minimalism of the gameplay is... I, at times, I find that kind of boring in adventure games. That's kind of yeah. always been my issue with them. Yeah. It's why I can't stick with the genre. Walking Dead, I was just so compelled by the story. It's the only reason I stuck with it. I mean, I think uh, all, gameplay is always going to trump story for me. I, I agree. Because that's ultimately why we're playing the playing a game. That's why it's a game and not a movie. Right. right. I mean, you could ignore a story and still have fun, but yeah. you can't really ignore a bad gameplay and have a... An amazing time with the story. Yeah, absolutely. As much as I love Walking Dead, that does stick out to me. It's like, ugh, I really wish that scene wasn't I mean, totally ruined by the frame rate. Super Mario reflex. Galaxy doesn't have much of a story, <laughs> yeah. but it is amazing. Sure. So, yeah. Gameplay over story every time for me. Same here. Same here. Um, that was it. We kind of knocked it. it. Yep, we only Good. had a couple left. We knocked out the, uh, the well, ones earlier. Uh, you're, you guys are no doubt going to be playing lots of new games. You're getting over the holidays. Uh, if you're... Got some questions for us as you play those and think about some interesting things to talk about? Drop us an email. Unlocked at IGN.com. Uh, you can also email us that because what I'm going to do, I'm going to bring back the meta achievement. Oh, snap. People are asking for it. And I want more emails. I want to know what do you it. people think. So for your meta achievement this week, I want to hear from you. Unlocked at IGN.com. Tell me what unexpected game you're looking forward to in 2013. Not the obvious. I don't want to hear anything about Bioshock. I don't want to hear you say Crisis. I don't want... Uh, try to avoid the, the obvious AAA stuff. Tell me what game you're looking forward to that you think, like, God, nobody, nobody's looking forward to this. I'm yeah. looking forward to this thing. This is Get, get hipster on me. Unlock the dice. Oh, no. All right. Well, this, the call has been put out. <laughs> All right. Let's, uh, well, we're down to just me and Mitch. So, Mitch, I'm going to. This is purely me this gonna, week. I'm going to take, take a quick, we'll do our, our quick uh, intro, and then we'll, we'll play the Unlock Block trivia game. All right. Unlock Block. I love this one, Mitch, because it's a sports question. I know you're going to get it wrong, unless you just happen to guess it. Never heard of this game in my life. So, original Xbox, Microsoft made a huge first-party sports push. There was Topspin. There was Link. They bought Link's Golf, which was a classic long-running PC golf series that went back to, like, 386 PCs. (laughs) Uh, there was, there was, uh, NFL, God, was it quarter? No, not quarterback club. NFL, God, I'm blanking out. Anyway, there was a football game, there was a baseball <laughs> game, uh, inside pitch, and there was the fo- the basketball game, NBA Inside Drive. It okay. didn't last too long. Uh, NBA Inside Drive 2002 for the original Xbox. Who was the cover athlete on that game, Mitch? Basketball is invented by a Canadian, so I expect you to get this correct. Yeah. We invented throwing things into things. <laughs> was Suck it, at America. So was, uh, who was on the cover of NBA Inside Drive 2002 for the original Xbox? Was it Tracy McGrady, Allen Iverson, Vince Carter, or Kobe Bryant? I thought Vince Carter was a pop star, and I've never heard of Tracy McGrady. Um, Kobe Bryant seems like the, ob- like the almost too obvious answer. Granted, you know, in 2002, 2001, he was, like, huge. He was blown up. Um, Alan Iverson's the guy with the headband, right? He was a headband guy. Yes. yes. Sports. Um, I remember he was very popular for a time. I just can't nail down the time period. Christ, Maggie's actually... She demolished that, that oh, leash. Oh, you, you actually ate it. Oh, I thought you were just... I mean, I thought you were just kind of playing with it like you always do. She actually... She it's was, gone. She was chewing on the leash. It's, now it's, uh, it's gone. She's devoured it. Mickey, how am I supposed to get you home? 
This, I guess you no, just tie that around her collar now. This, this doesn't. This isn't good at all. How long is that leash? This looks now? like a twenty-five dollar leather leash. That's that a fancy you, leash. That you've just eaten through. Well done, Maggie. Oh, good dog. I thought she was just kind of occupying her time. <laughs> Turns out she she's been here all day. How many oh, times have you fed her since nine a.m.? She had her breakfast. It's hungrier. Oh man, Maggie. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> anyway, who do you think? Who do you think it was? I feel like Kobe is the easy answer, but I'm going to say Allen Iverson. Uh, oh, by the way, so you have made a winner out of Daniel Rodriguez from Carolina, Puerto Rico, I believe. Oh, oh, PR, wow. Puerto Rico. It's got to be Puerto Rico, right? Maybe he just works in public relations. <laughs> Maybe, but Daniel Rodriguez, you win just for having your question selected, and you get brownie points for stumping Mitch. No, Mitch. You know what the clever part of this question is? Of this answer is? Uh-huh. It was Vince Carter who played for the Toronto Raptors, a Canadian See, I, team! I, when I started to think on it, I was starting to think, Vince Carter, is he a Raptor? I remember because people in Canada explode over, like, Canadian, yes. Canadian teams. Um, okay. So, Daniel Rodriguez, I'm good not, job. I'm not upset about uh, this. He says, uh, can I, it would, that Van Halen would make a good gift for his nephew. So, a copy of Guitar Hero Van Halen is coming your way. Thanks for submitting this question. You have won. And if you would like a chance to win Guitar Hero Van Halen, send your... Oh, he's just wagging her tail like, did I do good? Did I do good? I did, a, I did good, right? Look at this. There's, that's just like a stumpy She's like a leash. junkyard dog that's just gnawed her way out of captivity. Yes. Oh, my Don't goodness, Don't enter this Maggie. podcast room. Beware of adorable dog. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, email unlocked at IGN.com with the subject line unlock block. And your Xbox trivia question, four multiple choice answers, note the correct one. I'll need your mailing address, too. So No matter how many times you say the subject line on Lockblock, it's always trivia queue. Yeah, the subject line I mean, is always trivia queue. It just makes it easier to sort out. Yes. So that's it for uh, that's it for Podcast Unlocked in 2012. We'll be back first thing in 2013. Happy holidays and New Year, y'all. Mitch, I want to thank you for uh, welcoming me to the IGN family in 2012. Anytime, sir. It's been fun. We've, uh, like I said, yeah, we've, I think, I think 57 was my first show. So, uh, so we've done like 20, 24. Sure. Yeah, that's basically six months worth. Yeah. And about right there. So, um, yeah, we're bigger and better things. I've actually got a, I've got a big interview on Podcast Unlocked cooking for early 2013 when we get back. I don't even know what this is. Uh, you do. I'll just remind I, you when we're off the air. Was this about air. that phone call yesterday? No. Okay. had nothing to do with yesterday. Then I have no idea. So, yeah, we'll... Uh, anyway, it should be good if we can line it up. And, you know, we're, we're going to try and line up. You know, holidays, developers are a little tough to pin down. Yeah. We'll try to get plenty more interviews going on the show. In the new, in the year, new year. Start tweeting at your favorite developers. All right. That does it for Podcast Unlocked in the year 2012. How about that, Mitch? I had a good time. I want to thank uh, you for welcoming me into the Podcast Unlocked family. Let's do it again next year. I think so. And I want to thank our listeners for welcoming me, too. I know at first it was like, who's this weird new guy? I don't know him. All these mean emails, they've stopped. Yeah, I think... Now it's just like, hey, we love Ryan. Yeah, either it's uh, begrudging acceptance (laughs) or the people that hate me have just stopped listening. Either way. Either way, it's fine. So we're here. We're doing uh, all Xbox all the time into 2013. Believe me. This is going to be the show to listen to in 2013 because it's going to be a crazy Xbox year between all the games and the hypothetical new console. Um, We're going to be interviewing all the biggest developers. That is a big goal of mine on this show because it's fun for me. Don't forget to tweet at them. Tweet at your developer friends on the Twitter. 
tell them to come join the podcast unlocked and get interviewed by us yes indeed so for mitch dyer for naomi kyle destin Legary, who's already vacationing the other key piece of this podcast uh, I want to thank all of you guys. Follow us on Twitter at DMC Ryan, at Mitchie D, at Naomi Kyle, and at Destin Legary. What's Maggie's Twitter uh, handle? And uh, Maggie is at Maggie the Boxer. You can find pictures of her there doing boxer things. <laughs> doing what boxers do. <laughs> yeah. Although not... No I boxing. actually probably should have taken a picture and uploaded of her chewing through her leash. <laughs> In fact, I will take a picture of her chewed leash right now. It's all deformed and I will and tweet I it out. Fix so, it. Um, most of you catch us on iTunes. Some of you still, uh, some of you do get the show on the Zune Marketplace, and it's always on IGN.com as well. So, Happy New Year, Mitch! Happy New Year, sir! Happy New Year to Happy our holidays, listeners! Et yeah, we'll catch everybody in 2013. Yay! Hey there, this is Justin Bartha. I made a funny new podcast, King of the Egg Cream. It has the greatest cast in the history of podcasts with actors like Louis Black. I'm torn by my feelings for two women. Bobby Cannavale. You can eat it, or if someone hits you, you can put it on your cut. Melanie Linsky. I wonder what these marvelous things are that look just like boiled chicken feet. Jason Ritter. I can break things and pick locks and kill people. Michael Stuhlbarg. The whole point is to inspire people that they should make themselves better. Ari Grainer. No, don't whet its appetite. What are you, an idiot? Me, Justin Bartha. That's not just any egg cream, that's a Lemke's special. And all narrated by the hilarious Richard Kind. This is the story of Harry Dalowitz. And how he rose from nothing to become New York's King of the Egg Cream. So if you like funny true stories, come listen to King of the Egg Cream, available wherever you get your podcasts.